Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Post Game Show, part of Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Tyler. Tyler, the Pirates have won again. By the way, the Pirates have won six out of the last ten. How about that? How about that? How about them buckos? <laughs> How about them buckos? It's nice to see some wins. That's all I got to say. I mean, it's not like it's been the most desirable lineups all the time, God. but it's nice to see some wins. Yeah, not desirable at all, but the non the undesirables, they are the ones that carried them to the win. So I know. Well, not all of them. I mean, no. we can we can certainly talk about, you know, the fact that we're still seeing some guys in this lineup and in and playing and on this roster even, but Hey, Kevin Newman has come back from the IL. He's actually been pleasantly performing. Jake Marisnik came back today. Call his Miami Marlins revenge game. He definitely produced today. So not Um, as undesirable as maybe, you know, like your Josh Van meters and Yoshi's, but I get your point. Yeah. There's, I guess Van meter had one hit today and that's it. Um, but yeah, do we just can we just talk about Mitch Keller? Let's just all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk Mitch Keller, baby. So good, masterful. First off, first off, just to get this out the way, career amount of innings seven. He actually broke it when he went 6.1, by the way. So he went, and what, this is now 54 starts in his MLB career. He's got a new career high. Seven innings, baby. Yeah, the FIP broke under four today. Um, ERA below five. Just a really, really strong performance. The velocity was down a tick today, but the command was there. The movement was there. I think his spin rate on his fastball jumped like 200 RPMs today. And it was down a tick velocity wise. Um, he's really been able to play that four seamer off the two seamer since they implemented it. He's so like, how about that? Too? Up in the, zone. the four seamer now looking actually legit. I mean, this guy's got like a full arsenal now. Yeah. I'm laid off the curveball a little bit today, but slider was really good. But how good was the slider? I know, slider right? I mean, holy hell. Today. And the command just, you can't say enough about the command today. He pounded the zone. Can can I this? There's no factual evidence about anything here, but just observation, which is kind of weird because you talked about the velocity being down. Um, I mean, so is Trevor Rogers. But oddly enough, what I found ironic, I didn't talk too much about this, but in Milwaukee, it seemed like everyone's velocity was way up as well. I don't know if some guns need recalibrated. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm just trying to say uh, it was kind of weird that his velocity was down. It was showing on the gun, on the gun down, but then of course in Milwaukee, everyone seemed to be throwing a gas that typically don't. 
Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, but I, he just he lit up the strikes like a ground balls he did. everywhere. I think finished with a fifty percent ground ball rate today. Lots of ground ball outs. Um, they, I mean, they hit him hard every now and then. When you're getting fifty percent on balls, you can that. And yeah, two savers. It's really working for him right now. The last outing against the Yankees wasn't great. Everything went downhill in the sixth, but which mm-hmm. is why I might not have sent him out there for the seventh. That's also why I'm not an amateur. And I saw your tweet. Go out there. It was good to see him go out there and really just buckle down in that inning. No danger. Just everything very good today. Right. Um, so think about like what you're saying about like just taking him out. It's one of those things where like it is Mitch Keller. He's pitched so good. Do you want to maybe just get him out again? Like one of those type of hey, this is a high note. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. But man, was it nice seeing him go back out there and just finishing this off and finishing it strong, like you said. Yeah. I mean, this this was one of his best outings that you've seen from Mitch Keller. Absolutely. Just. I mean, since he moved to the bullpen, he's got a 4.15 ERA. Not bad. You know, he's had some bad starts in there, but nothing like mm-hmm. we're used to seeing. Not like we saw until that move to the bullpen. Yes. Firmly agree. It was, it was bad. So that was, and I'm trying to think like top of my head, but that was like May 17th-ish. If May I believe, 18th was something the first around outing. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. So one day off though. Are we at the point now where... Like, is this enough to start really talking about there's been a fundamental change in Mitch Keller and there's really something to this? I mean, do you really, are you really starting to now pencil in Mitch Keller for the future of this baseball club? I, I wouldn't say I'm penciling him in yet, but I definitely, there's definitely been a fundamental change. I mean, his pitch mix has completely changed. He added a pitch. Um, he's looking like a different pitcher. I'd like to see him finish the year strong and we can go from there with it. But if he finishes the year strong, man, does that help next year? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm with you with that. It's to me, as Anthony puts here too, it's, it's still too soon, but it's just solidifying. Like I said, once he added that two seamer the very first time, you're like, Oh, well, this is interesting, you know? And like by each outing, it's just like, this is a little more interesting, but I think like I'm at the point now where, I'm not so much interested, like, hmm, is this going to, like, I'm not, like, I just got to keep watching. Like, we got to mm-hmm. make sure this is as legit as going to be. Like you said, I think that's what's most important is how he finishes the year. But, man, oh, man, am I just, like, still just much more of a believer in Mitch Keller now by, by every passing start. There's hope. And I understand, like, this is, it's the Miami Marlins. It's not the most intriguing offense. Now, but it's what, they put out there offense. Today, what they put out there today was bad. Today was, and I know obviously like but they're not a, they're not a bad offense. No. They're average, right? So like that's kind of what I'm alluding to. Like it's it's not terrible. He didn't have to face his own team, <laughs> especially Brian Reynolds list, right? Yeah. If it was the opposite, if he was facing the Pirates, but hey, I mean the Pirates put up 11 hits today. But anyways, yeah, like that's a, a fair point. It's not the best, but Mitch Keller <laughs> is just looking just better, better. And actually, let's talk. I mean, I was on the show, but. The last start did face the best offense, and he did go pretty strong until that last inning. So, so again, like I'm just more and more hype about Mitch Keller every time I see him. And you know, like you guys talked about that last time out, the four seam, and and once again, I mean, 
he just has his whole I mean he now has like four legit pitches. Yeah. That, I mean this is Mitch Keller. The emergence of that four seamer after he added the two seamer is really the big thing here because he's actually able to run that in the top of the zone and get the swings and misses while also being able to throw that two seam at the bottom and get the ground ball. We saw it, I think, in the first inning. He got a double play when he got in a little bit of a jam. Yeah. That's something yeah. he really didn't have. He'd have to go out there really and strike out two batters to get out of the inning because he did not have an out pitch. Mm. It's it's just been again like I'm just it was just a two seamer itself like you said now with the four seamer being added onto it it's just it's just adding on to this whole thing and then like what we haven't really talked about too too much but we did say I mean it's still pitchy through the most day was that slider like that slider just looked so damn good mm-hmm. I mean the it's just like each passing start. He gets better, not about each start, but as time goes on, he's like doing some things even more differently. He's adding more to it, and it just seems like that confidence is just really, really coming. Yeah, it's not just one good start, then we have a couple bad ones, then we have a really good start, then a bad one, then an okay start. He's he's putting together a handful of decent starts with some eh starts with it. He did hit a batter, but he hit Angel Hernandez on that same pitch. So, <laughs> all things are even. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, no walks. Yes, he did hit the guy, but no walks. And to like your point, you talk about ground balls. I mean, he did throw 97, 95 pitches, 95. 61 for strikes. 95, yeah, I can't read. 95 pitches, 61 for strikes. Like, so like he was attacking 10, what, like 10 ground ball outs somewhere around there? Eight Five. ground ball. Great. Eight, Eight ground outs, five flyouts. Yeah, and he didn't strike anyone out until what the third. Yeah, he at one point he was three point one with zero strikeouts. Like that's the other thing too. Like at first it was like like he just turned it on at that point too. Yeah, that's when all the stuff was coming together, and he like everyone was just swinging and missing. So yeah, he ended he up with he ended up with five was... strikeouts, and they all came in like what three point two innings. Yeah, yeah. He, that was when he was definitely able to elevate that fastball and the slider just really started to work yes yes so mitch keller still 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 intriguing every time you see him out there you know what nice to jump on and talk positively about him because we went through a year last year of every time we had to jump on a show after he's or every week he was like what's wrong with him what what does he need to do Mm -hmm. is he a reliever we can talk positively about him. Oh, man, he's a starter. He's absolutely a starter at this point in time. Yeah. It's and just, he was on his, he was on his last range. Chance. Yep. Yep. So good for him. Um, Do you want to move on from yeah. Mitch Keller? Just, like, yeah, I kind of don't, you know, like, I just want to talk him up for like an hour because yeah. he deserves it. And it's nice to do it. But yeah, we got to move on. No one wants to hear about Mitch Keller for an hour. I, I guess talk about this guy. Kevin Newman's too good. Part of the core. Swung good stick. Also, I mean, top 100 prospect for him. You see, he swung the bat well today and he swung it well <laughs> yesterday. I mean, yeah. I had to sit here and listen to you guys, him and Han about Marcano after he had like three games of a couple hits. So 
Stop saying you guys. It, it was you guys. I just said my eyes are open. That's what I'm going to watch. Jim is all about, oh, he's legit. He's good. <laughs> I'm not nowhere near that yet. But, hey, Kevin Newman today, three hits. I probably should look like the email beforehand. Oh, oh. I don't know how many he's had in total since he came back from the IL, but I just know since coming back from the IL, he's actually produced. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's lifting the ball. They're bloopers. Yeah, a, they're basically a, 2020 spring training, Kevin Newman. He made a terrific play at short, though. Yes, he did. I mean, it was so, basically over at seconds, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... He did very good defensively on that play. I mean, again, he he had a really good game, and he's had a really good return coming from the IL. But, 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 I just want to say this because, and I know I've said it in jest today on Twitter, but I feel like some of the stuff I've seen came from people who are probably sounding legit and wanting to be true. Yeah. Kevin Newman is still Kevin Newman. Like, I'm not going to look at these past few games and just erase the 800 pass plate appearances <laughs> from Kevin Newman, where he's been the worst player like in baseball. I, I. <laughs> You're, you're not getting much if he's even traded for Kevin Newman. So pump the brakes. It's been three games. <laughs> this isn't, again, this isn't infomotion where it's like, forget everything you knew about Kevin Newman. Let me reintroduce you to this brand new Kevin Newman. Like this, that's no, no. He still exists. All those numbers, his career, 74 way to run created plus, <laughs> which includes that outstanding year, right? That's not good. And that's what people remember too. Yeah, I mean, they're not getting anything for him. <laughs> you can, I, I mean, they, I guess they got to keep playing him, whatever. I'd prefer not to, but whatever. He's just one I of those undesirables to me. Yeah, I, I don't mind him playing. Let's talk about this part, too. But, yeah, like I don't mind him <laughs> playing, per se. Like, defense is there, just as long as not getting too much in the way of others. But... So today he does start at short over O'Neill Cruz. Let's put it that way, right? O'Neill Cruz gets the day off. First thing I want to ask you, you read anything to that? Are you upset about that? No. Okay. I mean, he's had one day Good. off since he's been up. That's what I wanted to state. Like, this isn't a everyone needs to go in up for. Kevin Newman's taking a spot. He's playing shortstop, and you know, O'Neill's sitting on the bench. Just like you said, I'm actually impressed by how much playtime O'Neill Cruz has gotten to this point. So with him taking a day off and Kevin Newman getting the start today, that was that, that meant nothing to me. I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it. If he sits again this week for Kevin Newman, I will be angry. So let me ask you this. So part we're of it was, on, of course... Coming up on the All-Star break. He's about to have a break. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get that part. I get that part. Now, they're going to face three lefties, right? And so, obviously, O'Neill Cruz still goes versus lefties. But again, as we stated, like the fact that he's seeing a lot of left-handed pitching and they're not just sitting him every time, good for the Pirates, good on his development. But it is a lefty they're facing. There's three in a row. He's only had one day off. I'm going to get a day off today. But what I will say is, big picture, though, I would have rather him played today and like got a day off tomorrow, maybe, or the day after, because of the three lefties you're facing. Today's the one that's not having that great of a year. And as you saw, the Pirates, you know, they did pretty well today against Trevor Rogers. I know 11 hits in total, but he got six off of Rogers and 5.1 scored three runs. Like 
Today might have been that lefty you want to see Cruz hit and then sit him against the elite guys that the Marlins have. Uh, that's my, uh, I guess, my only yeah. thing I would say. Today, if you're going to pick one of the three days, today maybe not have been that day. Let it be tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm not upset with the day off. Like I said, he's, he's sat out two games since he's been up. One day off. He's out first of the doubleheader. I'm not oh, mad yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. I'm not that's true. But he played in the second game. I'm not mad about yeah. him you know, being down today. As long right. as he's in the lineup every day the rest of the week. If he sat on a second, uh, it's not like I'm going to be terribly, terribly upset. I would no, rather I him. I would rather him keep nope. playing. Nope. But I it's like if he, I don't know, if he just happened to play tomorrow and was off Wednesday uh, again, I, I'm not going to go wild on it. He still played a lot more than I really anticipated. But yeah, today, non-story of him sitting. Um, okay, so cool. So again, Kevin Newman. As Jim says, are we really going to spend time talking about Kevin Newman? Yes, Jim. If you don't want to, you can come on and do a show. Yeah. So Kevin Newman goes three for five today. Diego Castillo also has multiple hits. He goes two for four with two RBIs. He hits lefties. He. I mean, one was a one was a bit of a one actually, and picked up Chavis after striking out with I believe runners that first and third, no outs in the first. First inning, I believe, and then Vogelback strikes out. Diego comes through with a little blooper. That could have re- – that really probably turned the game. You know, you go 0-0 there after having your first two uh, hitters on. Diego really picked it up there with a blooper. He does mash lefties. He does. I don't know if we're really entering, like, Chavis territory with him and also, like, trusting him as we do with Chavis with lefties. But he is certainly, he's, I think he's starting to define himself much like Chavis is. Maybe he's just not just like this utility guy. Maybe he's going to be a nice platoon guy somewhere, you know, on the lefty side of it or whatnot. Uh, not quite sure, but yeah, he's he's dominating. Why is Chris Stratton starting tomorrow? So I was just going to I saw that in the comments <laughs> and I'm like, now Anthony is usually like, you know, seriously talks. It's not too much stuff he's like joking on. I had so to go in there and Twitter. Confirm. And I see Persax tweet. He does say Stratton will start tomorrow for the Pirates. Would say it's unlikely he goes seven innings. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't know. But Chris Stratton is apparently starting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, but who who's gonna throw after him? Are they gonna burn Bedmar again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not quite sure yet. Um, but I guess anyway, so you could have just two... kept, they could have just kept Cam View and started him tomorrow and then DFA'd him. He can go fifty one in pitches again. Oh. <laughs> He's had a week off. <laughs> isn't it next isn't his turn in the rotation? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean he is a starter anyways, right? Um last year, yeah. Ish. But yeah, so we talked Diego again. The other two guys with multiple hits, Jake Marisnik, his return from the IL. He had a really good game. First mm-hmm. time up, he walks, steals second. He gets a double um, and then also a home run. 
Jake Marisnik, an actual outfielder. He's actually, I mean, this is nice to see some production offensively from him as well. Yeah, he's another undesirable to me. He had a good game. It, in I, that sense. Plays a really good outfield. Very much. He is... So, like, Kevin Newman. People say he'll get traded. His his offense is terrible, right? But even if the glove is there, he, he could be like a glove guy in the middle infield. I still don't think he has enough to get traded or whatever. But Jake Mriznick, I feel, is like the perfect fourth outfielder for a lot of clubs. I mean, think back with like Jared Dyson. He's got the speed. He's got the defense. About the same type of bat. I mean, Mriznick clearly has way more pop than Dyson, right? But like end of the day, value-wise, about, about the same. Mriznick probably a little bit more. But like Mariznick, I feel like could absolutely get traded at this deadline. And I know what you're going to say about players, right? There's not much, but you got to remember, we're also in the time again where international dollars can be traded, much again like Dyson. You're talking about undesirable. I mean, this isn't the future with him. You got a lot of crunch with like players. I mean, Madrid is going to come back eventually. Like all these guys are going to come back. So there's a spot there, much like Gamble you're talking about. I would love to see a Jake Marisnik for international dollars at the deadline. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, if they're getting international dollars for him, sure. But I think he's close to getting DFA'd and actually playing one of the seven outfielders you got in Triple A. You don't think he'd get traded? He's more of just being different. You don't think anyone would throw two fifty five hundred thousand dollars international for Jake Marisnik? Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't. For the defense he provides, like for that fourth outfielder, absolutely. The I'd, speed. I think they'd be better off trading Gamble. Well, this is that scenario. Why not both? <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm on board with that. <laughs> right, right. But it's, it's also going to depend on the oblique of Reynolds because they do need someone that can play center. And if that I mean, oblique lingers really a little bit, they needed it. <laughs> but Reynolds has been in center pretty much every day yeah they, but you know when gamble goes down they're like ah oh, who needs outfielders yeah and i mean at that point you can Let's also have at, play center you could look at g1 bay that's well I, that's what i think is a perfect or, scenario like or swaggerty this deadline i don't think g1 bay is going to be up until the deadline passes because it's going to be a 40-man cost for him to come up not that they can't like make they can that move. That. right <laughs> But clearly, they're not doing it yet. So I think like once the deadline passes and some roster moves are made, then he'll be up here, and that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I, I just wanted to point that out because with Mariznik, you come back from the IL. If he can just look healthy, we know what he can provide. I think that's a great chip. And again, you're not getting much, but like international dollars for him would be a, a fantastic win in my eyes. If someone wants to give it to you, sure. Perfect. I don't know. And then... Let's go to Jason DeLay, my catcher, two for four. I've, I mean, I've been very impressed by him. He's And not just the bat. I mean, the bat's been a pleasant surprise. It hasn't been great, but it's been good enough. Behind he's the plate, his... he's doing very well. He's calling great games. He's a wall back there. He's an upgrade over Michael Perez for sure. So when Jim is on. And this was, I guess, technically his second start for the Pirates. 
that was just kind of my thing. I was like, listen, I don't, I don't know that much about Jason Delay, and we clearly haven't watched that much. But just seeing that throw, the first throw mm-hmm. that he made to second base to catch whoever that was stealing, that like when I saw that, I was like, I'm done. I I need him. I need Jason Delay in this Good roster. Perez, you're gone. And I will say this. And of course, Jim bashed me with the bat. He's like, well, the bat's terrible. I'm like, oh, well, I, I don't care. First off, just the defense alone is enough. But he's got three doubles right now. I don't think this is going to be sustainable. I don't think we're seeing 760 OPS Jason Delay. But the offense actually has been there. Yeah, and at this point, they just need a catcher that is competent behind the plate. And if you can get Heineman back, team him and Delay, those are two at least major league caliber defensive catchers. That's what I'm saying. And that, that is, is all I'm asking for right now. Because Michael Perez sucks. And here's another thing. So Anthony says delay has some wheels. And you know what? Hyman kind of does too. This could be like one of the fastest catching tandems in Major League Baseball with them two. And, and again, the defense is adequate. It's it's very fine with them too as well. They got some wheels offensively challenged. But again, whether you have a terrible catcher situation anyways, you at least have two that are good at at least one thing, which is defense. And as a catcher, it's probably the one thing you want them to be good at with some young pitchers. Yeah, and it's, it's, like you said, it's the young pitcher part of it. You know, I, I need good defensive catchers with Bronzy and Mitch Keller right now. Right. I don't want Michael Perez really calling young, their game. But, <laughs> but we still need to develop. Right. Developing pitchers. Because yeah. I don't want Michael Perez catching Mitch Keller or Bronzy starts. I'm telling you, man. Michael Perez is as good as gone, as far as I'm concerned. Just have Jason Delay on this on this roster when Hyman comes back. Dude's got nine lives. Perez is done. He'll get out right, does trip away and stick around. They should have traded him immediately after the three home run game. Got a top one prospect for him. <laughs> Forget everything you knew about Michael Perez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 fine with rolling with Heineman and delay for the rest of the year. Just Perfect. give me some competent defense back there. Love it. Love it. What else do you want to talk about offensively on this, on this team for today? Brian Hayes did not follow up a great performance with a good one today. Not didn't look good at all. He's when he gets jammed in, he gets in trouble. It's not much of an excuse because everyone knows going into it. And it happened for everyone. But he, he did get Angel Perez a little bit too. Angel like Perez? A, Angel Hernandez. Sorry. <laughs> he did, but then he... Angel Perez. I'm sorry. Just the, you know, the, the pre- bad in Perez is just on my mind. <laughs> he did, but, but yeah, then... He got, he got Angel Hernandez a little bit today. Just to throw a little bit of excuse, but it's not enough to really warrant going one for five and how he looked. But and it should have been over five. I don't yeah. know how you got a hit on that. Yeah, but he did. It's just concerning that they can attack him in so much, and if he can't get extended on anything, he's just going to roll over on it. But the That's defense was issue last year. Yeah, and it it's not changing. Because you have to overhaul that entire swing. However, he's still a great baseball player. 
It just sucks to not like it because you know the bat can be there. Right. It can. Like Jim kind of pointed out today on Twitter, he's more or less proven. You know, like after yesterday's performance, yeah, I think it was a 3.1 war, like Jim mentioned. Like if he just at least average bat, he basically shows to be like a five war type of player. Yeah. It's just we've seen how he can be better than an average bat. And it's, I'm not saying Mitch Keller territory, but it's like we got to start getting that now. He's still a fine yeah. player. And even that contract he has, and if he's going to do this for that career, like he still outperforms that contract. But you know there's more there and you want to see it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's. It's just kind of frustrating because you know how good he can be and how good they need him to be. And Mm. I know Jim brings up that the value that's going to come from the defense. The problem is that that's not pretty value. (laughs) Like you're going to look, he's going to have like a five war and something like, but he kind of stunk. Yeah. It's just that he's like Kevin Kiermaier. Good. That's a great point. That actually is a very, very good pump. You have like pump, a five pump. word. He sucked. Right. And not like, that I feel like Hayes is going to be Kiermaier territory, like offensively, because yeah. that was a very big challenge. But that's a very good pump because he's just that good defensively that he would carry that type of award just by defense. And at the end of the day, you're looking, you're like, he's a five word player, but. <laughs> Like, but, like he, but you're saying that you're getting, yeah like in fantasy <laughs> baseball drafts you're like nowhere near him but at the end of the day he's like an all-star type level player <laughs> but yeah um i hope we don't get to that point but like deep down i just want to say like i don't think we ever will but you just never know <laughs> it's, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. You just never know, but yeah, I, I I'm pretty confident. I know Hayes won't be Kiermaier offensively in that sense. But cool, cool, cool. What else offensively? I know Gamble struggled again today. He's yeah, there's nobody he's else had in the line. <laughs> right, and of course, like you mentioned, Van Meter got his his one hit today. Yeah. One out of his last 33 plate appearances, four total on his last 33 plate appearances. Yeah, he needs to be a second base every day. <laughs> See, that's what I'm getting at. That's why I wouldn't mind Newman playing because you would expect that just means Josh Van Meter not playing. Like, who, someone has to play second base. Yeah. So let it be Newman yeah. and not Josh Van Meter. I'm well okay with that. Right. It's just, I don't want Newman at short because that means right. somebody else is at second. <laughs> it's probably Josh Van Meter. Let it be Marisnik, but then that means someone's at first. So. <laughs> or that means that Chavis is at second, and that means Yoshi's in the lineup. Well, that's what I said. Did I say did I say Chavis? You said Marisnik. That's what I was saying. Oh, my bad. I meant Chavis. I was like, no, let it, uh, not Marisnik. I meant Chavis. Let it be Chavis, but then that means someone else is at first, and that's not ideal either. Okay, well, then let's finish up with this. So, you know, Chase Deong comes in. Whatever. He faces three batters, get yanked immediately. Then De Los Santos comes in. And another fine outing by De Los Santos. He's kind of had a bit of a mixed bag, but overall it's been solid. 
Uh, you know, if you're looking at just in the small sample ERA of a reliever, 2.81, but he comes in 1.1 innings. He makes four outs, four strikeouts. Not bad. It's not, not bad, bad at work. all. <laughs> <laughs> so very good outing by uh, De Los yep. Santos today. Yeah, that's good to see Shelton give him the ball there. Yes. Because I I think Caps it on the broadcast. He was he thought they might go to Young for six outs. That kind of made me cringe a little bit. Glad they went De Los Santos there in the ninth. And with the quick hook of De Young. Right. So what I was gonna say to that is so technically speaking, he also did go into the game when it was just three to one. Because like you mentioned, yeah. he, he went in at the eighth for De Young. So like it was actually kind of a, a big outing for him because they were only up three to one. It's a big spot. Now, granted, Marisnik extended the lead to five to one in the ninth for him. But uh yeah, I mean he did come in in a tight spot and then he finished it out. And again, he made four outs all by strikeout. So very good outing for De Los Santos. Uh his third save. And and again, it's something I, I like to see from him. Like, I want to give him these opportunities. What do you have in this guy for the future? Put him in these big spots, these bigger situations, and they seem to be doing that. I mean, of course, if a lot of it's because they have to. Like, there's a yeah. need. There's not many options. But, like, I'm good that he's getting those options. Like, for God's sake, Chris Stratton starting tomorrow. There are no options. Yeah. <laughs> Can't that be a day game? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Hey, though, it's 640 again, though, so do love don't those. complain too much, Ty. Well, I would have loved it more if Trevor Rogers wasn't pitching. Good Lord, just throw the ball. Yeah. For one, I don't understand how he was so good last year. <laughs> oh, but for sucks. two, he he does take a while. And I'll say I was I was shocked how quick the state game like did go by. Yeah. With how long think, he was taking. But Mitch Keller is relatively quick as well. Yeah, I guess it evened out. <clears throat> but yeah. Well, all right. I got nothing else. Nothing else? Well, then let's I get out of here. Literally hit everybody that played today. <laughs> we did. We're just so excited. Again, Pirates are on us. Six out of ten winning games. You know, it's nice. Mitch Keller, we just, we were happy today. We wanted to talk. But we'll do it. Let's get out of here. We will be back tomorrow. Probably without Jim because, you know, he doesn't do these anymore. Too busy with going to Missouri. So we'll be back tomorrow. Catch you guys again. Until then, bye. Peace out, Scouts.